There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This episode is sponsored by Van Boom Creative. AKA Luke Van Boom and his team of angel babies. Okay, so Van Boom Creative are the only creative company you will ever need. Yeah. And you will ever and should ever want. So they do video, they do audio, they do any kind of visual photography. So it's worked with Julian Marley. Bob Marley's son. Bob Marley's son. And if you need to, you don't need to know any more than that really, because that is... They are his credentials. That's cute. That's all you need to know. So if you think you haven't got the budget, find it, because it'll be worth it. You've all got a little idea. But what you're going to do is you're going to be like, oh yeah, I, I will give Luke a little, I will drop um, Luke a little email. He sounds like he proper knows what he's doing and it sounds like he proper needs something like that. So I will drop him an email, but I'll do it later. But I'm telling you now, this is your opportunity. You're not going to do it later. You know you're not going to do it later. So pause the podcast before it starts. Yeah. Because it's going to start any minute. Pause it, send an email to hello at bangboomcreative.com. Yeah, and tell him we sent you. Yeah, because he loves us, so that'll butter him right up. <laughs> but do it now, take the first step. Take the first step now, you, you'll change your life. It was going to change your life. And you know I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you. You. Oh, sorry, I ruined that. <laughs> And welcome <laughs> to another episode of Sex with Charlie and Nina. How are you, Charlie? I'm okay. Good. How are you? Yeah. Yeah, lovely, actually. We've had a very busy week, haven't we? Yes. Been busy little bees. Yes, we have. Um, I'm in a good mood today. Oh, good. Despite the fact that someone tried to bring me down. I mean, it happens often. Yeah. And basically the whole week I've had Take people... Take down a little peg or two. Are we yeah. having a nice time? I don't fucking think so. Yeah. yeah. But we're used to that. The universe yeah. is constantly being like, have a little bit of something nice. Now I'm going to take fucking everything away from yeah. you. Um, but I got actually like a little tiny bit upset about something. Okay. This week. <laughs> um, and I'm really interested to know what you think. Okay. And what... <laughs> everyone else thinks about it whether I'm just being overly sensitive or whether this is actually a thing that someone else or yeah. anyone else is like feels like is not nice okay I feel like you're asking the wrong person in me because anything you say you're like am I being crazy I'm like no you're not being crazy because I'm just as fucking crazy yeah, <laughs> yeah. so okay 
but I'll give you... It's always an honest critique. I, I never think that you're just being crazy. I don't just agree with you. Well, yeah, I mean, yes, you are the wrong person to ask. You will stick up for me. Well, yeah. I could murder someone and you would... That was completely innocent. Yeah. And I'd be like, I've murdered that person. They're completely innocent. And you'd be like, it was definitely their fault. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, you know, <laughs> everyone's guilty of something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So I know you're going to be on my side, but a listener... Yeah. Might have like a different take on it because I want to have a different take on this because oh, okay. I don't want to feel insulted by this. Okay. But, but I feel like proper like... Anyway, I'll get to okay. it. <laughs> right. So I've... My auntie has invited me to her wedding. Yes. Um, And I got the invitation through uh, yesterday. Right. And previously... I know that like my brother and my sister have both already had their invitations. So oh, my, before you got yours? Before I got mine. So oh. Yeah. Okay. So what were they I mean and about not inviting you? Uh no, I think it was just I hadn't received mine yet. But the the point I'm getting at is not that. Perhaps mine is lost in the post as well because <laughs> I think it's absolutely fucking rude that I haven't been invited personally. Well, I mean, this is kind of where I'm going with it. Okay. <laughs> so, on my invite, yeah, it says to me and Oscar and Lara. Right. On my brother's invite, he's got a plus one. Okay. Which is fine because he's one person. Yeah. So and he hasn't but he got is, kids. He is also a single man going to a family event. So I don't think he necessarily needs a plus one. He definitely doesn't need a plus one. This is a close family relative. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. He's been given a plus one. That's fine. Yeah. I've got a plus two, technically, at this point. Okay. However, my sister yeah. and her boyfriend and her two children yeah. have all been invited. Oh, okay. Okay, so she's... So her plus one is her boyfriend, and she's allowed to take her kids as well. Yeah. And you, you sad, fucking lonely spinster. Yes, the kids. (laughs) I mean, I don't know if I'm overreacting to this, but my initial thought was, this is really upsetting, because why... Why is someone only getting validated as being someone's life choice partner when they're in a sexual relationship with them? Yeah. Like everyone, you've been on the scene. Yeah. For fucking ages. You come to absolutely everything. Yeah. Because it's not fair that I have to suffer my family <laughs> and you don't. Yeah. Um, you, you're always there. Yeah. They not, like, everyone knows that. That's my choice to yeah. have you. I don't bring boyfriends. Well, yes, we are and... life partners. We made that decision and we made it very clear that this is how we live our lives. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that is not being respected. No. Because only... People who have sex with each other are yeah. valid partners. Yeah, it's only a valid yeah. partner if you are... Hmm. married with kids and live together because i might even have a boyfriend she doesn't know that yeah 
So yeah. Well, I'm I'm now I'm upset now because I didn't even consider that they were <laughs> that they were snubbing me as your soulmate. It's a snub to and me. Yeah. <laughs> it's a snub to it's you. It's a snub to me. Like yeah. I felt like so <laughs> insulted by this. Like so yeah. insulted. I just thought you've just written me off as a fucking single yeah. person that doesn't want to spend time with anyone else and no one else yeah. is valid. Yeah. And even if I had a boyfriend, it's not good enough because I haven't I don't live with them and I haven't been with them long yeah. enough. Yeah, for them so they're to be... deciding who fits the criteria of someone who would be allowed to be in attendance with you. Yeah. But what about Pilts? Do they choose who he's going with? They know he's a single man. Well, this is what I mean. Like, so my brother, who is a single man, gets to bring yeah. a plus one. Yeah. So why why can I not bring a plus one? I don't know. Is that fair? No, I don't think that's I fair. I feel like I feel like I'm being treated unfairly. Yeah, I think you've been treated unfairly. I do. Because there was no like you know, there's no room for you to even be if you were dating someone, they they're not interested in that. Yeah. They've decided who you can bring. Yeah. And that's who you're sticking with. And if I was dating someone, by yeah. the time it gets to the wedding, yeah. it probably would be over because I've got a bit of a track record for <laughs> failed relationships. I've yeah. just been put in a box of fucking spinsterdom, haven't yeah. I? Well, yes, they are They are very much Bridget Jonesing you. Which, can I just say, Bridget Jones is living her absolute fucking best life. She's got like an apartment in London that she lives in her, in her by herself. Has a fucking well good job. Gets to bang fucking Hugh Grant and what's his face? Colin Firth. Oh, yeah. I'm not like, yeah. I'm not ashamed but of the fact that... everyone's treating it like it's a thing. Like it's a bad thing. Like, why do I not get a plus one? Why can't I bring you? I don't know. Why has it not got do your you name on it? think it's because they don't want you to bring me? They don't like... I think it's because they know that I'm fucking happy and living my best life and it's a little fucking dig because you know what she's like. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, it is weird that she would not either assume or at least ask if you wanted to bring me. Yeah. For yourself. Like... Yeah. Or am I being completely selfish and think... And because one of the reasons why I hate weddings and I would never entertain a wedding for myself is because of stuff like this. (laughs) I can't believe you've invited that person and not that person. She can invite whoever she wants to her wedding. She hasn't got to have anyone there that she doesn't want to be there. Yeah. But But she's going out of her way to accommodate your brother. But that's a, that's surely that rule works both ways. Like, if I don't want to go to it, I'm well within my right to not want to go. Oh, absolutely. I don't think you should say yes to invites that you don't want to go to. Oh, okay. I think you should be allowed... I think let's normalise saying no to things we don't want to do. Yeah. Because Especially family events, because, like, how many times over the years have I said to you, I've got to go and do this, and I really fucking don't want to? Like, every Christmas. Mm. Every Christmas, I have to go and spend Christmas Day with family members that I don't want to spend Christmas with and I don't I I go because uh, they will feel shitty if I don't go but then I spend the next few days feeling shitty and dread and it's a fucking nightmare for me 
Yeah, well, you know, I don't want to go anyway for other reasons. Yeah. So there's other reasons why I wouldn't want to go. Yeah. But the, but now I kind of feel like, because the whole point, the, the only reason why I was going to go, because I wasn't going to take the kids anyway, obviously. Yeah, obviously. Because of the my cousin is going out of a fucking paedophile and yeah. that's just... Yeah. I, and, and that's he's a good get- enough reason to not take your kids anywhere. Yeah. But I wanted to go to support my auntie, obviously. Yeah. And so she has a nice time and has her family around her because that's what she wants. Yeah. But really, the relationship with my auntie has always been like heavily... I've always been heavily patronised and put down by her anyway when I have yeah. socialised with her. Um, and this is just another one to me. I don't know. I'd like to know if someone else has a different opinion yeah. on this and whether well when have I got to say when have I got an RSVP <laughs> well, we all feel obligated to go to family things don't we even when we don't want to go yeah. and you know that when you get there they're going to make you feel bad about yourself <laughs> that's what I always fucking hate or what you haven't met someone you poor poor sad little woman yeah you just think mate I'm having the best fucking time I feel sorry for all of you yeah <laughs> Well, all I'm going to be doing is rocking up there, getting pissed, calling people nonce, and then... Texting me. Mike might as well have me there. Yeah. Well, you can go as Pilsers well, maybe... plus one, can't you? Anyway, well, yeah. if it does come to the fact that we're going to go. Yeah. Um, I've got a RSVP in like a couple of days. Yeah. So well, I'm just going to... Because you've made the decision to not take the kids, which they full well know that you will not take the kids. Mm. Yeah, because I've already said that. Because of the situation. Yeah. Um, and you just can't trust this person. So... Um, so they they expect you to go by yourself because you you're not allowed a plus one, and mm. you've turned down two invitations for your children. Yeah. So they expect you to go on your own, or are you allowed to fill those spots? Yeah. Because I'll take one, and then one of the listeners could have another spot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'll like auction off. <laughs> yeah. Come Maybe to the we will go. Of the, <laughs> yeah. Event of the year. Yeah. When Charlie just lets everyone fucking. <laughs> have it um if you want to see a breakdown in real time <laughs> come on <laughs> yeah or <laughs> yeah, well, maybe i'll do that then yeah i've got a reply in a couple of days but yeah. i'm not going to i want to wait for her to message and ask me then i'll come back with her come back to her and say i've spoken about how much of a cunt you are on the podcast <laughs> so i'm just waiting to for that to be released to hear back what my <laughs> listeners think of that yeah and then i'll let then you know i'll see <laughs> I'm only joking. Yeah. But, I mean, she has written things like... Um... Oh, it came with a piece of paper inside it, did it? What's right, one of the one of the pointers for the day. So oh, there's all no. these, like, what, pointers. Like rules? Yeah. Fucking hell. But listen to this one. Oh, God. With rules, like... Well, it's just saying, like, they're all, like... they steps will... to go to a wedding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Number 31, don't take it too seriously. <laughs> Um, it just says things like there will be buffet food for vegans and vegetarians. It's just like that kind of thing. Oh, okay. Um, and there's a children's table for colouring activities. Uh, okay. The dress code. Be comfortable, be glamorous. Okay, those things aren't a thing together. So, yeah. what are we saying? Tracksuit or a full-length feather gown? 
or a sequin tracksuit? Maybe. Maybe they're going for like a Britney Spears, K-Fed type get up. They were married in tracksuits, weren't they? I would worry about this because one person's idea of comfort is another person's idea of being made to feel very uncomfortable. (laughs) I don't understand having a dress code for a wedding. Surely it's... Wedding attire. Wedding. Yeah. Dress for a wedding. That's pretty standard, isn't it? Yeah, I'd think so. Unless you're like having like a Hawaiian themed wedding or something like that. God. then you don't need to mention a dress code. No. Um, but one of my favourite things, and I feel like this is aimed towards me. Oh, God. Dance, laugh, be happy and kind. Yes, that's aimed towards you. So no one mention the paedophile. Have a drink, <laughs> eat some buffet food. That is, That was definitely aimed at you. Wow. How was your week? <laughs> No one invited me to a wedding. Um, actually, that's not true. Your brother did ask me if I wanted to be his plus one. So, um, yeah, my week's been great. Well, we've had we've been busy, 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 haven't we? And yesterday we went to <laughs> the Coachella podcast <laughs> events, <laughs> the podcast show in London. Um, and so basically, it was um, what I imagine it was meant to be like a networking type event with guest speakers and so on and so forth and we did listen to like a few people have a chat didn't we Mm -hmm. a few little podcast bits um but and it was very like it was very vast and there was loads of stuff inside um but what I didn't get uh, maybe you can clear this up for me uh, I know you felt the same but there's got to be some rhyme or reason to it is people had stalls or like, um, yeah, they would be called stalls, wouldn't they? Um, where they'd be made out like a front room, say, um, and then they'd have their business name above the top, which is like, I don't know, Blue F- Banana, whatever. Uh, but no information on the business. No one at the stalls wants to speak to you. They're speaking to themselves or they're on their phone. Um, and there's no information so even if you want, even if that's something that could really appeal to you, there was absolutely no literature. We spoke to a woman who gave us a stress ball and didn't once speak about the business that she was there representing. Do you know what that business was? <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea. <laughs> but she did say that she's been to, um, this is her first podcast exhibition, but she has done other exhibitions. So I'm guessing what she's doing is not solely for podcasting. Okay. But I have no idea. It was a blue ball. It had a couple of letters on it. Yeah. With a full stop. Could have been anyone. Could have been doing anything. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I agree with you. It's completely weird. Like every, every stall had these like, like hundreds of like tote bags yeah tote on bags each stall with nothing in them with nothing in them but no one was like handing them out no one was approaching anyone no. um if if anything people were like looking on the floor looking to the floor <laughs> when we walked past well yeah i mean that's normal it, isn't yeah it? i mean it might have just been us they might have just been like fucking hell though yeah. fuck hide yeah hide 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 <laughs> 
Have they gone? Have they gone? Yeah. Have they gone yet? Have they gone yet? Yeah. But it was hard to find information on anything. And like we were speaking to some other podcasters and they were interested in things that so they could monetize their podcast and so on. Um, but there was no like, we can help you do that or this person can help you do that. And like, it would have been really helpful if it was like, if you want to do this, head over to this stall or, or whatever. Yeah. Um, but there was no, yeah. no interest. I mean, I don't want to mention any names, yeah. but there was one in particular that could have be could could have been talking to everyone, especially about monetizing podcasts, because I yeah. assume that's why anyone was there anyway. Because I mean, yeah. no one is networking no. for podcasts unless you want to make money out of it. Because mm. otherwise, why would you waste your time on a boring event? Yeah. Um, but I'm going to say that it's Patreon <laughs> because yeah. it was Patreon. Um, and we kind of walked through, they had like a big booth as well, yeah, didn't they? they? Did, and we yeah. sort of walked through, smiled at a couple of people that put their heads right down. Yeah. Um, tried to say hello. Yeah. And they were just talking to each other. And at one yeah. point we walked past again um, and they were still talking to each other, but like eating a sandwich. And yeah. I just thought all these people just like walking yeah. around the booth like I don't yeah, understand there were so many people surrounding the Patreon booth mm. um obviously waiting for someone to approach them because like sometimes it's hard to introduce yourself isn't it like and like podcasters are a little breed of people that are quite quiet when they're out of the yeah. the way of a mic so you know I don't know whether Patreon needs to get like people that are trained in customer service or what but I think they missed a huge chunk of business that day and we weren't the only persons that said that um quite a few other podcasters mentioned the same issue um it was really weird wasn't it because you just think like surely you want to make money off of people the fact of the matter is the people that were there walking around the booths paid 65 pound for a day ticket or yeah. 100 pound yeah for both days yeah. to go there to be ignored yeah by the people in the booth like what <laughs> those people were getting out of that day i have no idea yeah no i would have been disappointed if i had paid to go yeah but we did the we talks spoke... were good and the talk was good yeah so the good points were yeah you could go and hear live podcasts being recorded yeah. with your favourite podcasters. We went and listened to Stu's. Yeah, we went and listened to Stu with Amy and Rich, Josh and Josh's friend. His mate. Oh, I can't remember his name. I have no idea. I've never seen him before. <laughs> I actually didn't. I thought I've... his name was Alfie. Was it Alfie? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, mate. Sorry, Alfie. <laughs> um, it's um, lovely to meet you. Yeah, both wonderful, um, wonderful people. Yeah, we had a little chat with them. Yeah, hopefully um, Josh is going to grace us with his presence yeah. after a bit of harassment. Yes, of course he will. Um, yeah, so all in all, would I have paid for it? Absolutely not. Was it worth going and just seeing a few people chat? Yeah, it was it was all right. I think if you're going to... I think they need to put the prices down. I think that's that was fucking mental for what it was. And I think the people that had the booths need to be interacting with people way, way more. It yeah. surprised me. 
Yeah. 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 Well, we spoke to the Guardian yes, as well, we didn't did we? Yes, we did speak to the Guardian. We sat in a bath of chips, or you did. Yeah. That was Grace Dent's yeah. um, comfort eating comfort eating photo shoot bath. Yeah. Um, had a nice little chat with um, one of the women that work for the Guardian. Um, and we met another lovely young man that works for Acast. Oh, John. John. Oh, he's lovely. What a beautiful man. What a little cherub. Yeah, he was lovely, wasn't he? Really, really lovely. So, yeah, it was nice to have a little chat with him. So yeah. there was a few... It was worth going for yeah. us. Yeah. Um, well, the Acast stand was actually the only stand that I saw interacting with people walking past. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, Acast are doing something right. Yeah. But then they had, again, they had like a stack full of posters. And I mean, I don't know if they were giving them out to anyone, but they were yeah. just kind of stacked up there. And Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. I mean, Podcast London should probably just get on to us. We've got loads of great ideas. Yeah. And Patreon, if you want your staff to be trained properly. <laughs> We've got an extensive career in customer service dealing yes. with the worst customers in the biz. Yeah. Yes, I've got all the I've got all the experience. Yeah, but it was nice to go up to London, wasn't it? Popped into um, Camden afterwards. Yeah, had a little squeeze. Wander around. Yeah, it wasn't very busy, was it? No, the weather was kind of a bit hit and miss, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. But yeah, anyway, I don't know what their future plans are. Oh, we spoke to Pod Bible as well because oh, we we'd did. met because yes. we'd never met the third guy from yeah. Pod Bible. Yeah, we did. Um, and his, there was a lady there as well that we was talking to. I can't remember her name, um, but she was lovely. Yeah, she was. I think she was in marketing, wasn't she? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, all great people. And they're interested in giving us yeah. a little, little bit of spotlight. Yeah. We hung around with Amy. She got us into the little VIP Yes, Amy bought area. a free bag of nuts. Yeah. And a coffee. Thanks, Amy. Yeah, cheers, Ames. <laughs> Yeah, and Louis Theroux was there, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah. Um, we didn't meet Louis Theroux, um, but Stu stood next to Louis Theroux and was couldn't speak to him because obviously it's Louis Theroux. Um, but yeah, he did a little talk, didn't he, at like 9.30 in the morning, which I thought was yeah. weird to put someone on so early. Well, he probably wanted to get in and get out, didn't he? Yeah. That was the kind of vibe that I was getting from everyone, yeah. that he was a bit like... Me, yeah. About the whole thing. He didn't thing. really want to be there, did he? No. Which is fine. I mean, it's Louis Ferrer. We yeah. were just grateful to be invited, but he's probably getting invites left, right, and centre. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe Stu should think about getting like a little um, conversation starter, like us, because we were walking around handing condoms with our sticker. <laughs> On them. Branded condoms. Yeah. Sex yeah. with Charlie and Nina condoms. And we were just like putting them in people's hands. And oh, works. I it. Works, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Because everyone's like, what is this? This is a business card. Yeah. Also- no information on it whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. Only our sexy picture on yeah. the front. Yeah. No information whatsoever. But <laughs> we're going to get a QR we code. Right in. <laughs> Um, we went to something. We went to oh, a yeah. talk. We did. 
did. We went to talk about um, LGBT people yeah. living with dementia. Yeah. Which was something that never even crossed my mind. No. No. No, it never crossed either of our minds. But we've been educated on this now. So I'm going to... Yeah. Have you got... Did you make some notes? You yes. Hit us with some facts. We the talk was with an absolutely lovely um, person, Gina. Yeah. Lovely. The talk was with Gina. Yeah. Um, who is a um, BA, um, first class ons in counselling. So she's got her own um, wowzers counselling thing. Yeah. What do you call them? Don't know. Place. Yeah. Practice. Practice, yeah. Yeah, she's got her own counselling practice called AIM Counselling. Um, and her website is AIM Counselling Essex. And she specialises in helping people who are transitioning or um, anyone really from LGBTQ. Yeah, which is quite niche, isn't it? Because, again, it didn't cross my mind that they people from that community probably need something tailored more to themselves because I can imagine and from what Gina said people from the LGBTQ plus community are getting cut off Mm. aren't they especially by GPs and so it needs to be tailored specifically for them yeah there's a lot of um, transphobia and um homophobia yeah um that goes on still yeah in by doctors and by professionals and um mainly it was aimed towards caregivers really and it's not because of any kind of like hatred or anything towards it anything like blatant do you know what i mean they're not going around like stabbing trans people (laughs) um but it's just a lack of education, so they yeah. don't realise that um, these people need special yeah. care. Um, and they're so run overrun with patients that they don't want to give yeah. special treatment to someone yeah. at all, even though, you know, to treat someone fairly, if someone is transgender that needs care they do need special treatment and yeah. I'm going to talk to you about that. Yeah. Um, well, a point that Gina made was that um, every every business almost has this ethic where they're like, treat we treat everyone the same. We treat everyone mm. e- exactly the same. No one gets any special treatment. Everyone gets treated exactly the same. But you can't deliver the same level of care to people who have extra needs mm. it's, it doesn't it's not a one one size fits all approach is it no no it's not and that that goes for absolutely everything and everyone yeah but it, it plays a massive part particularly in this because that like people are dying off yeah. of the back of this whole oh i'm not gonna give that person extra medication because yeah you know, then I'm spending more time with them and that's not fair on that. Yeah. And then you just think like, and these people, yeah, these people are getting, are, are like dying off of the back of not being, not yeah. getting the more treatment because they need it. Um, 
and I'll give some examples in a minute, but she started off the talk um, with a fact that I was quite shocked about. Um, and that is that one in 10 cis people, and cis means like the gender they're assigned at birth yeah. is the same as like what, how they feel. Yeah. So like we're cisgender, we're women that feel like women. Yeah. Um, one in 10 cisgender people um, get dementia. Yeah. Which is scary. It is scary. Don't like to think about it because I don't see that as part of my future, but it's very real, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but one in six trans people get dementia. So you're almost twice as likely to get dementia if you're transgender. Why do you think that is? Do you think that's to do with... I don't know. There's no... The thing is, the problem is with this, there's no research that goes into it. No one is funding yeah. research into why this is. Also, there's a massive issue that like this number could be bigger because in general trans people are living like life like in secret do you know what I mean so there's a lot of there's a lot of trans people and lgbtq people that haven't come out yet but or or at all in their life so by the time they reach this stage how do you know if they are yeah um and there's also a lot of caregivers that believe that they don't have trans people or LGBTQ people in their care homes or in yeah. their care at all. Yeah. And I'm telling you now, you you have, you just don't know that you have. Yeah. Um. So it's really hard to get data. Um. It's really hard to, it's even harder to get any kind of anything funded at all. Yeah. But this is the fact right now that you're almost twice as likely to get dementia if you're trans mad in it if you're a transgender person yeah yeah which i mean it could be down to being suppressed yeah. maybe yeah and that stress of that yeah isolation it deteriorates people yeah. doesn't it being alone and i suppose it's a very lonely place to be especially yeah. if you're of an older generation of trans person who hasn't been able to live so freely obviously i know that it's not a freeing experience for everyone even now but like to to have to have kept that under your hat you've had to yeah. live a life of to a certain degree of privacy because you can't let people in yeah yeah it's a life of solitude for some people because they're so frightened yeah which i mean well within their right to feel like that because yeah. it is scary yeah um so they avoid people. Yeah. Um, I can imagine it's sadly to do with that. But this number could be even bigger. Well, for yeah, all they we don't know. know do they? That's what is kind of being speculated. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that that was really really quite yeah. shocking. Well, that's the thing to think that there's no trans people or no one from the LGBTQ plus community within care homes is quite a sweeping generalisation, isn't it? To be like, no, everyone here is straight. <laughs> yeah. It's weird, isn't it? But do you think that's because old older people 
uh, not even just older people these days, but anyone who um, has early onset dementia or any sort of limiting um, disability, uh, they're sort of classed as non-sexual people. So your sexuality is very much removed from you once you have a disability or you reach a certain age or you live a certain lifestyle. Do you think they're just completely ignoring it and going, oh, well, these people aren't having sex or thinking about sex? So why would they be yeah. part of those communities? Yeah, completely. And yeah, and that that's what Gina said was part of the problem as well. It's like this like ageism yeah. kind of type like discrimination really to 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 be a caregiver of someone that is elderly and just to see them as as non-sexual people when we know because we spoke about this recently yeah. they're all fucking at it yeah they're the worst ones they're the worst ones they're <laughs> the fucking Old rate people. of fucking super gonorrhea that's going around care homes <laughs> at the moment yeah well that's the thing they should make it safer for yeah. elderly people to have sex and I suppose like maybe in dementia they feel like they haven't got the capacity to decide whether they want to have sex or explore sexuality so they're just completely you know not just it's a no it's, it's an absolute no which is mad isn't it because there's so many people as well not just within the dementia community but people living with disabilities who are young people and they're not being told about sex either or safe sex, or sexuality. Um, there's no literature, there's no. no book, there's no advice, there's no nothing. And this is what Gina is kind of trying to do. She's trying to, like, she's tr- she's seen that there's a problem yeah. with educating carers because they get their education, but they don't get it yeah. specifically to LGBT, Yeah. Um, even though they do need extra treatment. Um, for example, which I never thought of ever, and this is going to be a big problem because more and more people are having the lower body surgery now. Um, vaginoplasty. When you have vaginoplasty, lower body surgery, you have to dilate every day. And that means you have to... Hi. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Insert like a tube type dildo looking yeah thing very yeah, clinical very comfortable nice were they i mean they could do them in different colors and like textures it was just a, th- a pipe thing yeah 
Um, so you have to use that to dilate, otherwise you all close up. Yeah, I didn't even, again, something that didn't even cross my mind. No. Well, why would it? Because no. I don't have to do that. But you just sort of like naively just like feel yeah. like I've just been on this little cloud floating through life and nothing really has had to bother me really. Yeah. So what do you do if you have had vaginoplasty and um, as a transgender person, you're twice as likely to get dementia as, as a cis person um, and you get put into a care home, they have to dilate you. Yeah. They, they will have to dilate you or make sure that you're dilating every day. But yeah, they might have to, they might have to do that, but they're not getting trained on that. And then yeah. these people are having this, this is happening. Yeah. And it could be against your will at the time to want someone to insert yeah. something into you as part of your care plan. Um, but it's a necessity because otherwise, well, I assume if you don't, all sorts of complications yeah. could arise. So what do you do? Do you continue with the person's original wishes that they made when they were of sound mind? Yeah. Yeah, you're at risk of infection and all sorts of things. So you need special treatment. Yeah. Um, and carers, that, like, you know, that's part of the care. So they have to do it. And yeah, like you said, like they need training to deal when they're dealing with situations where the person doesn't want them to do that. Yeah. Or maybe even like with dementia, forgetting yeah. Because you forget when you've got dementia. Well, yeah. So, you know, if you've had a penis before and, you, and yeah. you know, you, your brain goes back into that time when you had one and you look down and you've got to deal with that, yeah. the fact that you don't, that's going to be really shocking and distressing for your patient. Going to the toilet, walking up to, like, a, a urinal. Yeah. And then being like, and being like oh, this. where's my cock? Yeah. And that's going to be frightening and distressing for yeah. people. And this is this is kind of what needs to be brought to attention. And this is what Gina's doing. She's going around and training um, people in care, care settings to be able to um, deal with this better. Yeah, to take care of people like her because it's something that she'll, like, at old age is creeping up on everyone. Yeah. Although we don't like to even consider yeah. it, do we? No, but it's something that, um, yeah, it is something that um, transgender people and LGBTQ in general need to be aware of. Yeah. Really. And well, she also touched upon how hard it was to even get to see someone about transitioning and how GPs make it almost impossible for people to get the hormone replacements and we'll say it's too expensive or say we don't do that here and you get passed from pillar to post do you think that that's going to be something that will change as more people need that service do you think they've been kind of getting away with saying oh we don't do that here because there hasn't been that many cases up until recent years of people needing it. Yeah, well, there's going to, yeah, it's going to come a time where there's going to be a lot yeah. of of people that are in these positions. And this is why we kind of need to think about this 
now because yeah it does affect a small number of people at the moment um but in like 20 30 years time yeah. it's gonna be affecting a lot more yeah. a lot more people um and yeah with things like tr- trying to get meds is almost impossible for for people that um are having like hormone replacement medication because that's that's an extra yeah that's an extra for their their patient that they have to spend extra time emails work to get that medication for their patient um and people just aren't really they're not educated in it and they're not really willing to do it because there's because like i said before they're so overrun with yeah their other patients and they just think oh no i can't give that person because that's extra like yeah everyone gets treated the same here but you, you, <laughs> yeah. you just can't yeah you just can't be doing that you just no. can't be doing that um and there's also um one of the case studies that's the thing as well there's a lot of lack of case studies but yeah. um not another thing quite interesting um one of the case studies was um a a gay man that was living in a care setting who um, came out to his family and got rejected by his daughter. Um, And she said that if you keep living that lifestyle, then you won't see your grandchildren anymore. So he chose to live a life of singledom. Yeah. So he could see his grandchildren in his later years because that's what that's what you do yeah and he didn't want to lose that connection with his grandchildren and he loved them yeah so um when he went into a care setting obviously as a gay man he was quite open about it to everybody else there but the staff obviously had to then give him extra or like special treatment or be aware of the fact that his family weren't on board with it. So then they couldn't talk about it and they couldn't like do and say certain things around him when his family were there or talk to his family about it when they're Because they would risk obviously ruining the relationship. Yeah. Yeah. If they were like talking to his daughter, for example, about his care. Yeah. um, They wouldn't be able to mention that at all. That would have to be completely like zipped up because the moment she got wind of that he would never see his grandchildren again just imagine being that much of a cunt i mean yeah that is fucking horrible but this is this is like real this is a real case study this is what happened to a real person yeah um and it ha- i'm sure it happens all the time but there's yeah. no research there's no case studies there's no nothing yeah um and it's just sad yeah that's horrible it's just really sad and i, I just want to get on board with this for yeah. gina's sake and gina has pushed she's the one that's she's the driving force behind all this and i think she's absolutely bloody amazing um and she has also agreed to come talk to us on the podcast so hopefully yeah season season three she's gonna come in and talk to us (laughs) a little bit more about it yeah um and obviously we're gonna ask her about her sex life as well because well that's what that's what we do we really want her on here for that's what we're all here for isn't it yeah we want the juicy gossip Yes. So have you got any juicy gossip? How's your love life going? Oh, I don't have any juicy gossip. I mean, I, I I went to go on a date. 
<laughs> I might as well tell it. <laughs> I wasn't going <laughs> to. I was going to go on a date and the guy was like very interested in going on a date with me. Okay. Okay. How interested was he in going on a date with you? Very. Okay. Well, we can't. He's only human. I mean, yeah, he's not made of wood, is he? So, yeah, so he's very, very interested. And maybe you could give me a critique on this. So um, let me find his correspondence. So basically, I'll give you the... Um, oh, fuck, what was his name? I was really interested in him. <laughs> you can tell. Um, oh, oh, my God, what was, what his, was name? his name? Oh my god! I've only got Alfie in my head now from earlier. All I can think about is Alfie. (laughs) That's going to be everyone's name that I forget from now on. Oh my god! I can't remember. Uh, No, I can't can't even look very much. Does it begin with a J? Well, it makes sense. Um, fucking hell! Oh my gosh! My mind's gone blank. Bear with us. Yeah, bear with us. Talk amongst yourselves. Um, Eddie? Eddie. Yes. Eddie. So I wouldn't usually give these people the time of day on the podcast because I don't believe that you should have the time. But here we are for the sake of this conversation. For the sake of And I needed to find my text messages. So, okay, we got it. Cool. Okay, so basically what happened, he was very interested going on a date with me and he had arranged to go for a coffee. Mm. So I was like, okay, fine. I'll go. For the content yeah so we so let's pedal back a little bit this was quite soon after you'd got out of hospital after having major surgery as well yeah. can we just say yeah so, so, so you i was were, off my face so you were off your face wasn't, on was out of <laughs> um you were recovering you thought Maybe a little bit like, you know, do you know what? Go on, because I need a little bit of a pick-me-up. I've been at home recovering yeah. for like 10 days. Yeah. So, you know, maybe it might be nice yeah, to... Yeah, need an excuse to put a bit of makeup on. You know. Hmm. You know how it is. Uh, so he was like, uh, meet me. We'll go for a coffee. We'll have a chat. We were getting on quite well. He was quite funny. He's a comedian, which is always a good start. Right. He is a fucking comedian. He's a joke. He's not a comedian. He's just a joke. <laughs> Tea. God, if I had a pound for every comedian that weren't funny, I'd be a millionaire. <laughs> Especially the ones around here. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I I did find him quite funny. I can't take that away from him. He, like, he was making me laugh. Oh, so. he's made me fucking laugh too. <laughs> Bastard. Anyway, so I get myself looking all adorable as usual and then I take myself over to this coffee house and I get a text message so well actually before that he had contacted me and I said he he first of all he set a time and then he said can we do a bit later because I'm going to get my hair cut so I was like okay so anyway he didn't end up going to get his hair cut because he woke up late. So I was like, right, fine. Um, and he said, I'm just waiting around on my roommate to get back with my card and then I'll leave. So is this kind of like how soon before he said he was going to meet you is this? So this was, he was meeting me at um, 12. Okay. And he messaged me 
um, at 11.25 saying he was waiting on his roommate to get back. Okay, so 35 minutes before the date, he's dropped you a little message saying... Yeah. That, uh, to me, that says... He's coming. He's coming, yeah. but there's a chance he might be a little bit late. Well, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. There's a chance he might be a little bit late, so he's just sort of checking in. And I messaged back. I mean, maybe I'm the problem. I put, I don't know why you're telling me that, unless you're telling me you're going to be late. Why <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> the drama? <laughs> yeah, well, that's, yeah. Like, that's a statement. Like, what is it? What's the context? I don't like it when people throw statements out there <laughs> and you just think, what is it you're trying to fucking say? Can you just say what it is you want to say? Because what he should have said... I think is I'm gonna be this late. is the reason why whatever the fuck yeah. excuse it was I'm waiting for my roommate yeah um can we meet at one yeah gives him plenty of time yeah doesn't fuck you around yeah. it's annoying if you know that far in advance you're gonna be late then rearrange the time like I'm not a massive cunt I am a massive cunt. Let's, but, yeah, let's, yeah, let's see, let's judge. Let's <laughs> but, like, I'm not unreasonable. Do you know what I mean? If you're like, oh, I'm going to be late, I'll be like, cool. It really is, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, and the bottom line is, if you're going to be late, it's better to tell that person that you're yeah. going to be late rather than be late and not tell them because the fact you're the fact is you're going to be late. Yeah, and if you know that far in advance... yeah. And they're going to hate you more if you don't tell them. So I don't ever understand why people do things like that. Yeah. And I and I even said to him, I don't know why you're telling me that unless you're telling me you're going to be late. Yeah. That perfect, perfect moment to say, I'm actually going to be late. I've created you and in there. And he put, nah, LOL. What, what, what was he what texting me for then? What are you lolling what, what yeah. about? What's the lulls in that? And what was the point of your fucking message then? <laughs> yeah, nah, Mate. lol. Just an update. It's only a 10 minute drive. And I put, oh, okay. Okay. So, 10 minutes to the time of the date. Okay. So, for you, you it's a 10 minute walk. Yep. For him, it's a 10 minute drive. Yep. So, you leave 10 minutes before the date. Yep starts yeah right and continue uh, yeah <laughs> and then i get this message and it starts with lol again oh, right who's laughing you're not laughing out loud and if you're laughing out loud while you're sending me this message you're the fucking problem okay so lol i have a problem uh i won't say his friend's name so and so's got my card and he ain't finished work yet why am i going out with people who are saying ain't anyway i don't know he ain't finished work yet. I'm super aware of your no-nonsense stance on plan fuckery, but I literally can't get to you until he's back. So he's going to be fucking late. Well, well, well. <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 Eddie. Yeah. Look so what we have here. So he knew he was going to be late. Yep. He had the chance to tell you he was going to be late. Yeah. But instead of telling you, he told you that he definitely wasn't going to be late. Yeah. He thought and then, the best thing to do is just let her get there and then I'll fucking tell her I'm going to be late. Okay. And the excuse is his mate had his card. Yes. And his mate wasn't home from work yet. Yeah. Now, he knew he was going to be meeting me. So why would he give his card to someone when he knew he had to be out of the house at a certain time? But we'll, we'll shelf that for a minute. And 
Like, do you, you must have known what time your mate was going to be home from work because yeah. otherwise you wouldn't be waiting for him to come home. Yeah, and we're all adults here. Why has your friend got your card? Why couldn't you bank transfer him some money if he needed money? I mean, there's so many questions. There's so many, yeah. I mean, I can't get over the fact that you're giving your card to someone. Yeah. Well, okay, so that message was 10 minutes before the date. Uh, and I was already, I'd just arrived at the place uh, looking beautiful. And I read it and then I didn't message back because I was furious. And I messaged you instead. Uh-huh. To which you joined me on the date. So it's quite lucky that he didn't turn up because had yes. he turned up late, we both would have let him fucking have it. Yeah. Because we were both fuming. Yes, I was very angry. Yeah. I ran home from work. <laughs> yeah. Ran home to from work. To save me sitting there like a fucking loser by myself. Oh my God, it's so annoying. I'm not fucking having that. No. How fucking dare he? All you got to do is communicate. Like, it's that easy. Things happen. It's so simple. Things happen. Yeah. And it's fine. But these things are happening and it's inevitable. So why would you not communicate it? That's what I never, can never understand. Yeah. So after that message, he didn't follow up the message. I didn't message back because I was fuming. And he didn't follow up that message by saying, I'm I'm still coming. I'm going to be late. He just left it. Right. So you didn't reply to that message. No. He left it. Because I assumed he'd still be on his way when he, like, Yeah. You know, he hadn't said he was cancelling. He said he was going to be late, essentially. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, so you haven't replied. Yeah. You're fuming because, quite yeah. rightly, I think, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Because you're a saint. You never do anything wrong. Well, exactly. Um. So he didn't try and call you? No. Or, and he didn't turn up? No, he didn't turn up and he didn't try and call me, which I would have, if I'd let someone down and knew I wasn't actually coming at all, you'd yeah. be like, are you okay? I'm aware that you are now sitting in a place by yourself. Yeah. Well, the moment they don't respond, you phone them to make sure that they've got your message, don't you? Well, yeah, of course. Sometimes I don't even let a message go through to you properly before I call you and ask for your response. Yeah. So, <laughs> have you seen the message I've just sent? No, I've just, <laughs> I've just looked at the phone. Anyway, so at 1.35, considering he was supposed to be there at 12, he put, so gutted, can I make it up to you? Also, can we just say as well that he's acknowledged the fact that you don't fuck around when it comes to this kind of like immature or lack of communication from people yeah he knows that he's acknowledged yeah that you don't do that so he he's quite aware of your boundaries yeah but he thought that he was the exception to that so asks you to i know you have boundaries but can i please just walk all over them yeah yeah, so can you give me another chance to humiliate you, is what I heard when he was like, sorry, can I make it up to you? Well, he didn't even say sorry, he just said, so gutted, can I make it up to you? Um, and I put, you can make it up to me by not doing the same thing to the next girl. No hard feelings, the universe has other plans. Brett Goldstein. <laughs> yeah. Brett Goldstein yeah. Don't is the you other worry. Plans. Don't you worry, you pretty little Ed, I've got a backup. <laughs> Uh, and he put, that seems a bit harsh, lol. 
stop writing lol, you're an adult man, okay? Um, I was super looking forward to it. I didn't have cash to get tap water, let alone treat you like I wanted to. You don't have to pay for tap water, you fucking dumb prick. <laughs> tap water's free, everyone knows it. I don't have cash to buy tap water. Yeah. Fucking hell. But that wasn't what he communicated to me yeah. in the message. So the message was that he couldn't get to me, not that he couldn't buy anything when he got there. Because if he had said, I, if he had turned up and gone, oh my God, I forgot my wallet, I would have bought the coffee anyway. Yeah, or if he said, I can't afford to buy you a coffee... Like, I don't have my card and I need it to pay for things. Yeah. Otherwise, I can't pay for things when I get there. Yeah. And you could have said, I'll buy you a coffee. Yeah. Just come. Yeah. But instead, he thought, what I'll do is I'll make her look like a fool. So I put to his, that seems a bit harsh. I don't think so. (laughs) The boundaries I have are set by me looking after my best interests so you don't have to understand them, but they remain. God, I'm a fucking arsehole. I have a message, aren't I? <laughs> no. No? You're communicating You're communicating your feelings. People don't like that. That's no. what I've noticed. If you communicate, honestly, yeah. people are like, oh. you're like, what do I get called all the time? Um, brutal. Yeah. Um, and blunt. Yeah. And I'm like, no, it's actually honesty. I'm yeah. telling you how I honestly feel. Yeah. It's not brutality and it's not bluntness. No. The truth does often feel very painful, doesn't it? So I think that's why people, people don't... don't really appreciate it. Yeah. It stings a bit, doesn't it? Um, and I put, you could have said that to get, uh, you could have said that to me, but you said, in little quotey bits, literally can't get to you. Um, And I took that exactly as it was written. You couldn't get to me. Not that you couldn't buy a coffee, which is not an issue, because I would offer to buy the coffee if that's what I thought you were saying. Then to, and then you didn't get, uh, didn't follow with a message or a call. You just left it. And then he put, oh God, oh no, I'm messaging him. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) Call him right now. Yeah. Can you, yeah, can you please... (laughs) Explain to people why you stood me up, you fucking piece of work. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Maybe that's why he's a stand-up comedian. Maybe he's not a comedian. Maybe he stands people up just for the jokes. Oh, my God. Oh, no. What if I'm featuring on a podcast? Oh, God. Um, And he put, I couldn't get a cab or buy a drink. It's the same thing. And I messaged you and didn't get a response. That's not leaving it. It's a fuck up on my end and I obviously didn't mean to let you down and I'm sorry that I did. I feel like we get along too well to have it end over a cock up. I mean, if it was me that was cocking up. A then... cock up. <laughs> a cock up. Like, this is setting the time this, for the rest of our relationship. Yeah. This is so, an a cock yeah. up, is it? It's you. You've not, you're, you can't communicate properly. Yeah. That is setting the tone for literally any other situation you'll ever be in. Yeah. He will never be able to communicate what he means properly because he's beating around the fucking bush yeah. with these fucking pointless statements instead of just going, I'm going to be late. Yeah. Can we meet tomorrow? Can we meet in an hour? Yeah. Can, can, like. Yeah. Just so easy. talk like it's normal so humans. so easy. Yeah. And then he said, I haven't got a phone that does contactless. And he borrowed my card for fuel this morning. I do appreciate your boundaries, but I didn't do this on purpose. 
And I don't, I appreciate that he didn't do it purposely. I don't think anyone is purposely going out there to make people. Why is he making out he's a victim? Oh, well, he has to, doesn't he? It fits the narrative. He's he's messed you around and not communicated (laughs) to you and stood you up. Yeah. But yet he's the victim and you should allow him. Yeah, you should allow him to behave like that and you should be okay with that. Yeah. I don't think so, mate. No. I don't think so. Well, I mean, that is what I said. I said, it's not the same thing, though, is it? (laughs) Because (laughs) you said it was a 10-minute drive, implying this is me doing all like, I'm like a private detective. Here are the facts. Yeah. Um, Because you said it was a 10-minute drive, implying you were driving. So why would I think you were getting a cab? (laughs) And it would would have had nothing to do with you buying a coffee. You knew you needed your card for today, so I don't know why that wouldn't have crossed your mind. Um, whatever the case, I'm not trying to argue about it. I know it wasn't intentional, uh, but half an hour before you said you were not going to be late and I assumed you were still coming, I'm only referencing the things that you have wrote to me. You didn't say you were coming. Uh, you didn't say you weren't coming. You didn't say when he'd be back. You didn't even check that I was all right. So what was I meant to respond? You've wasted my day and made me feel shit. <laughs> Uh, you appreciate my boundaries, but you want to be the exception to them. And then he said, Nina, honestly, it was a slip of mind. So now he's not even sparing a thought. Uh, I didn't want to not meet you. I was excited about it. Last thing I wanted to do was make you feel shit. I apologise majorly. Okay, so that's what I thought the last interaction I was going to have with this chap was. But... Uh, he then messaged me fairly recently saying, hey, Stunner, are you open to an apologetic, humble sorry? What, another one? Another one. I said, you already apologise and I appreciated it and accepted it. So we're cool. And he put, lol. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> lol. With the lols. Can I buy you a drink then? I'm in town. And I said, oh, no, thank you. When I learn my lesson, I only like to learn it once. Have a nice time. <laughs> and then that was the last. Until this episode comes Until out. Until this episode comes out and he's like, you've made me look like a real plonker. You've made yourself look like one love. <sighs> Why? You're just it's... putting the facts out there. If that makes you look like a yeah. cunt. I mean, that was read exactly as it was written. So, I mean, I haven't fabricated any of this yeah. journey. Um, but this, uh, if anyone's wondering, this is why I'm not dating anyone. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking yeah. nightmare. It's just so, like... Just leave me alone. Then admire me from a distance. You haven't got to be in the fucking vicinity of me. Just love me from a distance. Stay well back. <laughs> don't get involved. And why then this don't happen, so, does it? Why is it so hard from literally not even met him yet? Yeah. And it's fucking difficult. Yeah. I mean, if this was a year in and then he was like, oh, I'm going to be late. There would, this would not have been my response to it. I'd still be cross, but I just... Like, but yeah, when you've got no. a track record of turning up on time for a year and then you're late, yeah. fine. If you're late from from the get-go, yeah. like what do you expect people to... If, if I fucked up something like that and someone was like, do you know what, forget it, I've been like, cool. Yeah. Fair, but, fair yeah, days. yeah, like I can't expect you to know that this is a one-off thing. Even if it is a one-off thing, you might be fucking great. Yeah. You might be as 
like punctual as <laughs> like a a punctual person and <laughs> um, yeah yeah so he might be but this is the first time someone's meeting you you can't expect them to know that about you yeah so if they then say do you know what no then that's fine like yeah. why why what's this rejection thing that like people can't handle it yeah. doesn't mean that well, you're the, a bad person no. it just means that that person doesn't want to date you anymore well, we and don't that's fit okay together, obviously we're not we are not suited to one another because i'm only suited to people that respect my boundaries <laughs> weird i know fucking crazy um but yeah, we're not meant for each other and that's fine. Like, I'm not meant for everyone. He's not meant for everyone. And, you know, had he, had he ever even been like, oh, you know, it's a nightmare. I'm not going to get there. Da, 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 da. Then I probably still would have been like, well, should we just leave it then? Because, you know, the universe knows what's best for me. The things that are meant for me aren't going to pass me by. So, yeah, but then know. had like you know, if had he have just played it with respect and communication, yeah, it's easier to overlook in it. That's yeah, that's not like the fact that he was late, yeah, isn't the problem. No, it's the fact that he didn't communicate that to you when yeah. he had an opportunity to, yeah, and made you look like a fool by going, yeah. And listen, mate, I've ignored red flags left, right, and center. Yeah. For a bit of D. So I could I could overlook. You only date boxes of red flags. Exactly. Exclusively. So for you to be like being passed over by me. Yeah. You, it, ain't, it ain't happening, mate. <laughs> no. Fucking wild, isn't it? Yeah. So I'm not looking to date anyone. Unless. Except Brett. Brett Goldstein. I mean, I'll take submissions and I'll go through them, but in general. And I don't want loads of pity messages, so anyone who's going to go on the socials and be like, oh, poor Nina, I'll date you and I'll show up. I don't want you to show up. I don't want want to go on any more dates. Except Brett Goldstein and maybe Tom Hardy. Oh, yeah. Top of the list, Brett Goldstein, though. Okay. So if it I mean, was, I'm not going to. If Tom Hardy was like, look, if Tom can Hardy I stand you up in a coffee shop, I'd be like, fucking yes, please. please do. Okay. Yeah, I mean, there's a few people that I wouldn't mind going on dates with, but I'm now only taking requests from people that I fancy and who I think are nice and funny, and respect you and respect me. That's fair enough. That's all yeah. you should be really. Yeah. That that should be the 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 standard across the board for dating. I think you should yeah. f- have to fancy them and like them. Yeah. Um and um have mutual respect for each but other. But you know what it's like. You know when you start off with like really high standards and then at the more you swipe or whatever, <laughs> you start making considerations, don't yeah. you? Because you're like, well, no one's spoken to me. Well, yeah, so now so- I will date someone who has blonde hair or whatever yeah yeah you met you met him on tinder well or one of the dating apps yeah yeah so you've got like this massive pile of like profiles yeah and at the start you've got these rules because you have to sift through them sometimes like somehow don't you you can't be like yes no 
all the time. So you have to say, so you, you're knowing off like 95%? Yeah. 99% well, the slightest even. thing. Yeah. Yeah, if one of his pictures is him wearing like a bucket hat, no. Instant. And so yeah. on. Yeah, and if they've got things like, my child is my world. Oh my God, that gives you an in their profile. Note. I mean, you could be any, you could be literally the hottest man on the planet if you're having to tell me your kids are your world i don't want to i can't i won't stoop to that no so we have these rules in place so we can yeah like sort sort the pile of cards out yeah um but then as you go through and you realize that you're just saying no to you've just said no to 100 people in a row yeah you then start being like oh god okay well i better start saying yes to some people (laughs) yeah and this is how Eddie slipped in, I'm guessing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it, I slipped yeah. through the net. <laughs> yeah. It is how he slipped through the net. Desperate. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's my bad. Yeah. Sorry, Eddie. But at the time that she swiped yesterday, she was desperate. Yeah. And now she's not. So. Well, that's the thing. I said, I think I said last week, like, do I fancy these people or am I just ovulating? Maybe that could be a new segment. Yeah. Does she actually want to bang you or is she just ovulating? Like a smash or pass kind of question. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, maybe we should start, like, locking you up when you're ovulating Like then. a werewolf. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Put yeah. her in the dungeon. It's for the best. Yeah. It is. You're right. Just while you're releasing that egg. Yeah. And then after, you can come out again. Yeah, and act like a normal person. Mm. Because for that four days... Yeah. Fucking I... I'm not thinking straight. No, so we'll we'll lock you in a dungeon yeah. with a bed, Netflix, no phone. Yeah, absolutely. Don't give me contact to the outside. And food. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, that's. I mean, this sounds like a holiday. Can we just do this all the time? We should just do that. Ovulation or not? We should just do that. We should just do that. Like lock ourselves away when we're ovulating. Yeah. No one talk to me for four days. <laughs> I'm ovulating, and just sit in bed. Yeah, eating and just yeah yeah it <laughs> yeah. save a lot of arguments oh it would people. yeah because the only times i ever want a relationship is is that time they're the times that i'm thinking oh it would be nice to watch netflix with someone and then i'm like what was i fucking thinking why have i acted so mental these few days yeah yeah that well there you go ovulation tent Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.